Hello, welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Jerusalem where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Friday, the 7th of January, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the fifth day of the month Shuvat. This week, our parasha, our portion from the Torah, is called Bo, which means come. And today's portion is Exodus 12, 29 through 51. Before we begin our readings, as we do each day, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. And it came to pass at midnight that the Lord struck all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh who sat on his throne, to the firstborn of the captive who was in the dungeon, and all the firstborn of the livestock. Then Pharaoh rose up in the night, he and all his servants, and all the Egyptians, and there was a great cry in Egypt, for there was not a house where there was not one dead. He called for Moshe and Aaron by night and said, Rise up, get out from among my people, both you and the sons of Israel, and go, serve the Lord as you have said. Take both your flocks and your herds, as you have said, and be gone, and bless me also. The Egyptians were urgent with the people to send them out of the land in haste, for they said, We are all dead men. So the people took their dough before it was leavened, their kneading bowls being bound up in their clothes on their shoulders. The sons of Israel did according to the word of Moshe, and they asked of the Egyptians jewels of silver and jewels of gold and clothing. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, so that they let them have what they asked. Thus they plundered the Egyptians." And the sons of Israel traveled from Ramesses to Sukkot, about 600,000 on foot, who were men, in addition to children. A mixed multitude also went up with them, and flocks and herds, a very large number of livestock. They baked matzah cakes of the dough which they had brought out of Egypt, for it had no chametz, because they were thrust out of Egypt and could not delay and they had not prepared any food for themselves. Now, the time that the sons of Israel lived in Egypt was 430 years. At the end of 430 years, to the day, all of the armies of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt. It is a night to be observed for the Lord, for bringing them out from the land of Egypt. This night is for the Lord to be much observed by all the sons of Israel throughout their generations. Then the Lord said to Moshe and Aaron, This is the ordinance of the Pesach. No foreigner shall eat of it, but every man's servant who is bought for money, 
when you have circumcised him, may eat it. A foreigner and a hired servant shall not eat of it. It must be eaten in one house. You shall not carry any of the meat outside of the house. Do not break any of its bones. All of the congregation of Israel shall keep it. When a stranger lives as a foreigner with you and would like to keep the Pesach to the Lord, let all his males be circumcised, and then let him come near and keep it. He shall be as one who is born in the land, but no uncircumcised person shall eat of it. The same Torah shall apply to the native as to the stranger who sojourns among you. All the sons of Israel did so. As the Lord commanded Moshe and Aharon, so they did. That same day, the Lord brought the sons of Israel out of the land of Egypt by their armies. That was Exodus twelve twenty nine through 51. Today's portion from the prophets is Second Samuel 21. Now there was a famine in the days of David for three years, year after year. And David sought the face of the Lord. And the Lord said, It is for Shaul and for his house of blood, because he put the Gibeonites to death. So the king called the Gibeonites and said to them, Now the Gibeonites were not of the sons of Israel, but of the remnant of the Amorites, and the sons of Israel had sworn to them, and Shaul had sought to kill them in his zeal for the sons of Israel and Judah. And David said to the Gibeonites, What should I do for you, and with what should I make atonement, that you may bless the inheritance of the Lord? Then the Gibeonites said to him, It is no matter of silver or gold between us and Shaul or his house, neither is it for us to put any man to death in Israel. And he said, I will do for you whatever you say. So they said to the king, The man who consumed us and who devised against us that we should be destroyed from remaining in any of the borders of Israel let seven men of his sons be delivered to us, and we will hang them up to the Lord in Gibeah of Shoal, the chosen of the Lord. The king said, I will give them. But the king spared Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Shaul, because of the oath of the Lord that was between them, between David and Jonathan, the son of Shaul. But the king took the two sons of Rizpah, the daughter of Ayah, whom she bore to Shaul, Armoni and Mephibosheth, and the five sons of Michal, the daughter of Shaul, whom she bore to Adriel, the son of Barzillai, the Mecholatite. He delivered them into the hands of the Gibeonites, and they hanged them on the mountain before the Lord, and all seven of them fell together. They were put to death in the days of harvest, in the first days, at the beginning of the barley harvest. And Ritzbah, the daughter of Ayah, took sackcloth and spread it, bef- spread it for herself on the rock from the beginning of harvest until water poured on them from the sky. She allowed neither the birds of the sky to rest on them by day nor the animals of the field by night. David was told that Ritzbah, the daughter of Ayah, the concubine of Shaul, 
and what she had done. So David went and took the bones of Shaul and the bones of Jonathan, his son, from the men of Yavesh Kilad, who had stolen them from the street of Bechean, where the Philistines had hanged them, in the day that the Philistines killed Shaul in Gilboa. And he brought them up from there, the bones of Shaul and the bones of Jonathan, his son. They also gathered the bones of those who were hanged, and they buried the bones of Shaul and Jonathan, his son, in the country of Binyamin, in Tzela, in the tomb of Kish, his father. And they performed all that the king commanded. After that, God answered prayer for the land. The Philistines had war again with Israel, and David went down and his servants with him and fought against the Philistines. David grew faint, and Ishbi Benov, who was of the sons of the giant, whose spear weighted three hundred shekels of bronze, being armed with a new sword, thought he would kill David. But Avishai, the son of Tzuya, helped him and struck the Philistine and killed him. Then the men of David swore to him, saying, You shall never again go out with us to battle, so that you do not quench the lamp of Israel. After this, there was again war with the Philistines at Gov. Then Sibukai the Hushethite killed Saf, who was of the sons of the giant. There was again war with the Philistines at Gov, and Elchanan, the son of Ya'are Orgim, the Bethlehemite, killed Goliath the Gittite, the staff of whose spear was like a weaver's beam. There was again war at Gat, where there was a man of great stature, who had six fingers on every hand and six toes on every foot, twenty-four in count, and he also was born to the giant. And when he defied Israel, Jonathan, the son of Shimi, David's brother, killed him. These four were born to the giant in Gat, and they fell by the hand of David and by the hand of his servants. That was Second Samuel 21. Today our portion from the writings is Psalm 88. A song, a psalm, by the sons of Korach, for the chief musician, to the tune of The Suffering of Affliction, a maskil by Heman, the Ezraite. Lord, the God of my salvation, I have cried day and night before you. Let my prayer enter into your presence. Turn your ear to my cry. For my soul is full of troubles, and my life draws near to Sheol. I am counted among those who go down into the pit. I am like a man who has no help, set apart among the dead, like the slain who lie in the grave, whom you remember no more. They are cut off from your your hand. You have laid me in the lowest pit, in the darkest depths. Your wrath lies heavily on me. You have afflicted me with all your waves. Selah. You have taken my friends from me. You have made me an abomination to them. I am confined. I cannot escape. My eyes are dim from grief. I have called on you daily, Lord. I have spread out my hands to you. 
Do you show wonders to the dead? Do the departed spirits rise up and praise you? Selah. Is your loving kindness declared in the grave or your faithfulness in Avadon? Are your wonders made known in the dark or your righteousness in the land of forgetfulness? But to you, Lord, I have cried. In the morning, my prayer comes before you. Lord, why do you reject my soul? Why do you hide your face from me? I am afflicted and ready to die from my youth up. While I suffer your terrors, I am distracted. Your fierce wrath has gone over me. Your terrors have cut me off. They came around me like water all day long. They completely engulfed me. You have put lover and friend far from me and my friends into darkness. That was Psalm 88. Today's portion from the Apostles is Luke 13. Now there were some present at the same time who told him about the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. And Yeshua answered them, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans? Because they suffered such things. I tell you no, but unless you repent, you will all perish in the same way. On those eighteen on whom the tower of Shiloam fell and killed them, do you think that they were worse offenders than all the men who dwell in Jerusalem? I tell you no, but unless you repent, you will all perish in the same way. He spoke this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. Then he said to the vine dresser, Behold, these three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree and found none. Cut it down. Why does it waste the soil? But he answered, Lord, leave it alone this year also until I dig around it and fertilize it. And if it bears fruit, fine. But if not, after that you can cut it down. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on Shabbat, and behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity eighteen years, and she was bent over and could in no way straighten herself up. When Yeshua saw her, he called her and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she stood up straight and glorified God. But the ruler of the synagogue, being indignant because Yeshua had healed on Shabbat, said to the multitude, There are six days in which one should work. Therefore come on those days and be healed, and not on the Shabbat day. The Lord answered him and said, You hypocrites, does not each one of you free his ox or his donkey from the stall on Shabbat and lead him away to water? So ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan had bound eighteen long years, be freed from this bondage on Shabbat? And as he said these things, all his adversaries were disappointed, and all the multitude rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. Then he said, What is the kingdom of God like? To what shall I compare it? 
It is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and put in his own garden, and it grew and became a large tree, and the birds of the sky live in its branches. And again he said, To what shall I compare the kingdom of God? It is like chametz, which a woman took and hid in three measures of flour, until it was all leavened. And he went on his way through cities and villages, teaching and traveling on to Jerusalem. Then one said to him, Lord, are they few who are saved? And he said to them, Strive to enter in by the narrow door, for many, I tell you, will seek to enter in and will not be able. When once the master of the house has risen up and has shut the door, and you begin to stand outside and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us, then he will answer and tell you, I do not know you or where you come from. Then you will begin to say, We ate and drank in your presence, and you taught us in our streets. But he will say, I tell you, I do not know where you come from. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham and Yitzchak and Yaakov and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and yourselves being thrown outside. And they will come from east and west and from north and south and sit down in the kingdom of God. And behold, there are some who are last who will be first, and there are some who are first who will be last. On that same day, some Pharisees came, saying to him, Get out of here and go away, for Herod wants to kill you. And he said to them, Go and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow, and the third day I complete my mission. Nevertheless, I must go on my way today and tomorrow and the next day, for it cannot be that a prophet would perish outside of Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her, how often I wanted to gather your children together like a hen gathers her own brood under her wings, and you refused. Behold, your house is left to you desolate, and I tell you, you will not see me until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. That was Luke chapter 13. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Philippians 2, 14 through 30 today also. Well, normally this would conclude our episode, but since it is Friday today, and tomorrow it is Shabbat. Um, we don't post an episode on Shabbat. So instead, I'll be reading tomorrow's readings today also. And so tomorrow will be Saturday, the 8th of January, and the 6th day of Shvat. The Torah reading is Exodus 13, 1 through 16, and it is the final and seventh part of the parasha, the Torah portion called Bo. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Sanctify to me every firstborn, whatever opens the womb among the sons of Israel, 
both of man and of animal, it is mine. Moshe said to the people, Remember this day in which you came out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, for by a strong hand the Lord brought you out from this place, and no chametz shall be eaten. Today, in the month of Aviv, you are leaving. It shall be when the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanite and the Hittite and the Amorite and the Hivite and the Jebusite, which he swore to your fathers to give you, a land flowing with milk and honey, that you shall keep this service in this month. Seven days you shall eat matzah, and on the seventh day there shall be a feast to the Lord. Matzah shall be eaten throughout the seven days, and no chametz is to be seen among you. No leaven shall be seen among you within all your borders. You shall tell your son in that day, saying, It is because of that which the Lord did for me when I came out of Egypt. It shall be for a sign to you on your hand, and for a memorial between your eyes, that the Torah of the Lord may be in your mouth. For with a strong hand the Lord has brought you out of Egypt. You shall therefore keep this ordinance on this on its season from year to year. It shall be, when the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanite, as he swore to you and to your fathers, and will give it to you, that you shall set apart to the Lord all that first opens the womb, and every firstborn that comes from an animal which you have, the males belong to the Lord. Every firstborn of a donkey you shall redeem with a lamb, and if you will not redeem it, then you shall break its neck, and you shall redeem all the firstborn of man among your sons. And it shall be, when your son asks you in time to come, saying, What is this? That you shall tell him, By a strong hand the Lord brought us out from Egypt, from the house of bondage. And it came to pass, when Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go, that the Lord killed all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both the firstborn of man and the firstborn of livestock. Therefore I sacrifice to the Lord all that opens the womb, being males, but all the firstborn of my sons I redeem. It shall be for a sign on your hand and for symbols between your eyes, for by strength of hand the Lord brought us out of Egypt." That was Exodus 13, 1 through 16. And the Haftarah portion for this Shabbat, the special Shabbat portion from the prophets, is Jeremiah 46, 13 through 28. The word that the Lord spoke to Yeremiahu the prophet, how that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, should come and strike the land of Egypt. Declare in Egypt, publish in Migdol, and publish in Memphis and in Tachpanches. Say, stand up and prepare, for the sword has devoured around you. Why are your strong ones swept away? They did not stand because the Lord pushed them. He made many to stumble. Yes, they fell on one another. They said, Arise, let's go again to our own people and to the land of our birth from the oppressing sword. They cried there, Pharaoh, king of Egypt, is but a noise. 
He has let the appointed time pass by. As I live, says the king, whose name is the Lord of hosts. Surely, like Tavor among the mountains, like Carmel by the sea, so he will come. You daughter who dwells in Egypt, furnish yourself to go into captivity, for Memphis will become a desolation and will be burned up without inhabitant. Egypt is a very beautiful heifer, but destruction out of the north has come. It has come. Also, her hired men in the middle of her are like calves of the stall, for they have turned back and have fled away together. They did not stand, for the day of their calamity has come on them, the time of their visitation. Its sound will go like the serpent, for they will march with an army and come against her with axes as woodcutters. They will cut down her forest, says the Lord, though it cannot be searched, because they are more than the locusts and are innumerable. The daughter of Egypt will be disappointed. She will be delivered into the hand of the people of the north. Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, says, Behold, I will punish Ammon of Nu and Pharaoh and Egypt with her gods and her kings, even Pharaoh and those who trust in him. I will deliver them into the hand of those who seek their lives, and into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, and into the hand of his servants. Afterwards it will be inhabited as in the days of old, says the Lord. But do not fear, O Yaakov, my servant. Do not be dismayed, O Israel. For behold, I will save you from afar and your offspring from the land of the captivity. Yaakov will return and will be quiet and at ease. No one will make him afraid. Do not fear, O Yaakov, my servant, says the Lord, for I am with you. I will make a full end of all the nations to where I have driven you, but I will not make a full end of you. But I will correct you in measure and will in no way leave you unpunished. That was Jeremiah 46, 13 through 28. And this Shabbat's portion from the Apostles is Revelation 16, 1 through 21. Then I heard a loud voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, Go and pour out the seven bowls of the wrath of God on the earth. So the first went and poured out his bowl into the earth, and it became a harmful and evil sore on the people who had the mark of the beast and who worshipped his image. Then the second angel poured out his bowl into the sea, and it became blood as of a dead man, and every living thing in the sea died. Then the third poured out his bowl into the rivers and springs of water, and they became blood, and I heard the angel of the waters saying, You are righteous, the Holy One, who is and who was, for you have judged these things. Because they poured out the blood of holy ones and prophets, and you have given them blood to drink, they deserve it. And I heard the altar saying, Yes, 
Lord God of hosts, true and righteous are your judgments. Then the fourth poured out his bowl on the sun, and it was given to him to scorch men with fire. And people were scorched with great heat, and people blasphemed the name of God, who has the power over these plagues, and they did not repent and give him glory. Then the fifth poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and his kingdom was darkened, and they gnawed their tongues because of the pain, and they blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores, and they did not repent of their works. Then the sixth poured out his bowl on the great river, the Euphrates, and its water was dried up, that the way might be prepared for the kings that come from the sunrise. And I saw three unclean spirits, something like frogs, coming out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are spirits of demons, performing signs which go out to the kings of the whole inhabited earth, to gather them together for the war of that great day of the God of hosts. Behold, I come like a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his clothes so that he does not walk naked, and they see his shame. And he gathered them together into the place which is called in Hebrew Har Megiddo. Then the seventh poured out his bowl into the air, And a loud voice came out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. And there were lightnings, sounds, and thunders, and there was a great earthquake, such as has not happened since there were men on the earth, so great an earthquake, and so mighty. Then the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell, And Bavel the Great was remembered in the sight of God to give her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. And great hailstones, about the weight of a talent, came down out of heaven upon men. And people blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, for this plague is exceedingly severe." That was Revelation 16, 1 through 21. And that concludes our readings for this week. Thank you for listening and following along with us. I hope you have a blessed weekend and um, a Shabbat Shalom with your families. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time. Mm